The bye week is almost over on this Winky Wednesday episode of Locked On 49ers, getting into uh, what things will look like starting in Week 10 and beyond for those San Francisco 49ers. Of course, uh, Winkler's wish report, what's going on with uh, the 49ers special teams. You can't forget about that. And who is the most important player, according to today's guest in the second half of the year? Coming up right now. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always. Thanks again for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online, where the game starts. And of course, it is a Wednesday, which means it is a winky Wednesday. So let's do this correctly and bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on <laughs> down. Can't believe it. Wow. Oh my gosh, here we go, guys. Breaking news. The San Francisco 49ers have done nothing this week, which is the most amazing week so far of the last 18 months. There's so much content that 49ers have provided us. We were talking about it off the air. I was like, I was expecting Odell Beckham to be signed or something crazy to happen at some point this week. Just because every time you think there's nothing else to talk about, something crazy happens with the 49ers. But now that means things maybe can be solidified, right, Wink, going into the second half of the year. Maybe that's what they need is nothing crazy. Don't change anything because I feel like they got the right momentum going into the bye week. But you know the second you know you think they're done making moves and, and everything's all finished, they're, you know, tomorrow something's going to drop and they're like, see, Peacock, hey, nothing's solidified. Uh, Croc and I have talked a lot this week about you know certain things. Uh, we had a roundtable talking about first half MVP, who will be the second half MVP. I want to run some of those questions by you, Wink. Um, but while we're kind of on the topic here, what do you think? Odell Beckham, there's been a lot of smoke with the 49ers and Odell Beckham potentially being a match. I don't see it as much of a match, but as Croc put it, and, and this is what happened with the Rams last year, and I kind of forgot, when they picked up Odell Beckham, they had an immediate injury after that to one of their starting wide receivers. Like, should the 49ers get in front of the injury bug and have too many guys to throw to, right? Give, give, give Jimmy as many weapons as you can right now. I mean, if you're a 49er fan over the last few years, you know what the injury bug's all about. Like, it just keeps happening and happening. So, of course, if you can get a guy like OBJ and you bring him in and, you know, he, he you know, comes in with the mindset of like, look, you're, you're, being, you're a part of this now. It's not about you. Like, you know, that sort of thing. I love it. He he did it last year with the Rams. He looked good. He he was on his way to a Super Bowl MVP before he got hurt. You know, this that's a guy that's a game changer. If you can get him and it, you know, it makes sense, you go and do it. And I bet there's a lot of similar concepts too. So yeah. I'd imagine that it'd be somewhat of an an easy transition. I mean, obviously it's it's never gonna be just super simple when it comes to the NFL, especially Kyle Shanahan's offense. But you know, McVay came up under uh Kyle. So a yeah. lot of similar concepts I'm pretty sure Odell probably already knows and you know when you start thinking about the injuries that the 49ers have dealt with you are one injury away at the receiver position from things getting really weird and it was never more clear than watching the 49ers against the Rams although it didn't hurt them but looking at who they had to try out that receiver and it was number 18 yeah I can't even think of his name right now that played with the Saints uh, and Willie Sneed yeah Willie yep. Sneed you know it's like 
Yeah, to play Willie Sneed. And he got he got legit reps. Now, he didn't get the ball thrown to him, but he was actually out there on the field. You are an injury away from that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's better to be safe than sorry. If you have an opportunity to add Odell, if he is Odell, right, you bring him in for a workout, you see what he looks like, he's in shape, he's running well, there's no limp, all those things check out, then get ahead of the injury bug because we know with this team, you definitely have that issue. And let's say you don't, you don't have an injury. Well, you just got another playmaker on your team. And even if he only gets two catches a game, even if he gets three, you got to be okay with that. That's what it was for him early on with the Rams last year. He wasn't just coming in balling. You know, I talked about it last night. Uh, with the with the Rams, first game against the 49ers, I'm not sure he had a catch. Maybe he had one catch. And then you fast forward to the NFC Championship game, he went over 100. So, uh, you know, I, it seems like he's matured a lot. He's 30 years old now. He's not the 21, 22, 23, even 25-year-old Odell Beckham. So... I'd assume that he'd be a little bit, you know, newborn babies. Like, man, I'm just out here to, you know, do my job and and uh, contribute the best way I can. I'd assume that he'd take that approach to potentially earn a big contract somewhere else uh, in the following season. The Willie Sneed disrespect at Eric underscore Crockers, where you can. I'm sorry, go, Willie. Uh, for that. Uh, and Debo, a little banged up already. Juwan Jennings been a little banged up already. I think most 49ers fans and, uh, you know, Ray Ram Cloud's been been pretty good. He's been a pretty good 49er. But if you're Kittle has snaps, missed a couple games. And if you're yeah. if you're taking snaps away from Juwan Jennings or Ray Ray McLeod or Danny Gray, who just can't get on the field anyway. Clearly not ready Sneed for Odell Beckham. That's not a bad thing. You know, will, will Beckham be a squeaky wheel if he's not getting the ball a lot? Because it's hard to imagine he would, because I, I don't know if the 49ers are gonna be able to throw the ball enough to feed the guys they have already. So do you think that's the biggest worry? Of fans like well there's just not enough balls to go around yeah i i would I, is I that something that you don't worry about like are you saying no we'll, we'll figure it out right like they figured it out with mccaffrey and i know debo wasn't out there but it's like <laughs> we're gonna figure out how to get the ball in your hands he had eight catches eight mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and here's the thing is he needs to keep getting those catches if yeah. if let's say you bring in odell or even with debo coming back if all, and that's I, I am a little slightly worried about that. We'll, we'll probably talk a lot more about this in our keys to victory in the week. But one of the things I'm a little bit worried about is Kyle Shanahan going back to okay, well Debo's back, so Debo's going to do the Debo stuff, and Chris McCaffrey's just going to become a running back and carry the ball 20 times and maybe catch two passes. Like I would rather I don't have, think you'll. I'd rather have Chris McCaffrey catch 10 balls and carry it zero times than carry it 20 times and catch it twice. What you're saying is right. I think that Elijah Mitchell is going to get a lot of those carries, right? He's going to be the guy that's actually toting the rock, whereas McCaffrey, yeah, he might get, you know, a handful of carries, but I really think that would be, you'd be you're not utilizing his talents, right? You got to get him open in space. You got to get that guy, the ball in his hands where he's already moving. Well, well so here's the thing. And I'd assume coaches probably look at it this way, but, you know, screens, you know, jump offs in the flats, plays around the line of scrimmage. Those are essentially long handoffs so mm-hmm. yeah he's not running in between the tackles but if whether you let's say hypothetically speaking McCaffrey gets 15 touches and 10 of them are catches but they're catches around the line of scrimmage I mean it's just a long handoff so uh, you know essentially that's kind of a run but keep him out of harm's way having to mm-hmm. you know get beat up inside the pocket now I'm not saying that it happened but I'm just saying just in general like that still you're getting him his touches he's getting the ball there's an inflation in the 49ers attempts, but really it's kind of fake because they're long handoffs. I, I've had the 
because Christian McCaffrey has been pretty good in between the tackles. Like I haven't been impressed by seeing how he can find that little crease and get through it. You know, just to see him hopping through the hole even a couple times too. And I do like that, but Croc, we know we've talked about this before. Like Kyle Shanahan finds his guy and, and runs him. He, those last few garbage time runs for Christian McCaffrey in the last game. Like what is go? Why is why is he in the game carrying the ball right now? Is that kind of idea? So, and look this week too. More than any other week, this is the opponent you want to run on. So this might be extra run heavy this week. So um, maybe it's Debo and Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell that are getting a ton of carries. Will Elijah Mitchell get carries? Actually, that's uh, the next topic. Let's talk about who's back at practice. What practice windows have been open? Who's not back at practice for the San Francisco? 49ers I want to talk to Wink about uh, his uh, his maybe his hopes and dreams for the second half mm. of the season for the San Francisco 49ers as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have not been put, but you've been putting it off, and uh, you've been waiting to find the exact right situation for your home. Well, that's what makes Simply Safe so great because you can customize the perfect security system for your home. So listen up! Right now, Locked On 49ers listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for fifty percent off. You heard that right, fifty percent off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why we love Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind for the holidays. In an emergency 24-7, Professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system we recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Uh, this is their biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked on sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Elijah Mitchell. I think he's coming back. Elijah Mitchell back on the practice field. Aziz Alshair back on the practice field for the 49ers. Colton McKivitz back from injury on the practice field for the 49ers. So uh, those IR windows have all been activated for those three players very important pieces to get back for the San Francisco 49ers. Speaking of wide receivers, the 49ers signed former Titans wide receiver Tajay Sharp, who I think was on one of my fantasy teams for two weeks one time a couple of years ago. Um, and I kind of forgotten about that name, but he's... There, there was a time where Sharp was, it was like, is he going to be you know a yeah. legit starter for yeah. the Tennessee Titans? He had started off really hot. He was making was like waves in year training too, right? camp. Yeah, he came in and it was like, hey, they might have found something. And then nothing. Mm -hmm. And he wears a Revo Speed. Do you remember he wears a uh, Speed helmet? <laughs> it's the helmet, yeah. Do you remember Kimbrell Tompkins? 
Yeah, the shifty uh, receiver, smaller. Yeah, and he like broke out all of a sudden. Like, oh, Kimbrell Tompkins, and then just completely disappeared. And it's wow. so strange how that can happen, where a guy looks like he's going to be somebody, and he's a young player. I can tell you why. Away. Why? Yeah. It, the 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 preparation, the attention to detail, it, it kind of falls. I've arrived, yeah. and not really understanding they, that the NFL stands for not for long. Listen, I, I just yep. talked to a bunch of kids at this elementary school, right? And I asked them, "What does the NFL stand for?" And they're like, "National Football League." And I'm like, "No, it stands for not for long." The average NFL career is like three point three years, right? And that's including guys like Tom Brady that play 100 years and Drew Brees that play 100 years. And mm -hmm. some of these receivers, uh, you know, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, these guys having 15 to 20 year careers. So how many guys only play one, two years, right? Like Eric Crocker type uh, careers, more <laughs> yeah. guys. And a key stat I threw at them was 80% of players within two years are bankrupt, you know, yeah. like former NFL players. So, uh, yeah, I just went off on a tangent. But, yeah, the, the Kimbrough, Tompkins, and those guys – yeah, they, they can go away real quick because they forget what got them to that point and how to prepare. Right. Yeah, it's it's important lesson for the youngsters out there. It's an important lesson for um, older players to learn. You know, like that's like the rookie symposium speech, too. You know, so get it. to Yeah. Get, tell them young. Me, they need me to, uh, to get there. It's not it, it, it's not a lack of talent. That's not why right. most guys don't make it. That's not why most guys end up being bust. You know, it's not like, oh, this guy. Emmanuel Mosley, he didn't all of a sudden get good. Emmanuel Mosley right. was good. He just, the roster politics, okay, he has to be on the practice squad. He was undrafted rookie free agent. Mm -hmm. And then, though, he comes in and he just, you think he just randomly was able to cover Odell Beckham in his prime, <laughs> you know, guarding him <laughs> vertically down the field against the Cleveland Browns? Oh, so he was always good. That's why Odell wants to sign with the 49ers. <laughs> Get away from Emmanuel Mosley. <laughs> yeah. And next year, Emmanuel Mosley can't lock him up if he's uh, still a San Francisco 49er. Um, Wink, mm. what do you do? You think that? Do you think that? Because I mean, he had such a good rookie season, and I don't know if he's going to be active yet. the The practice window is opened, and and Elijah Mitchell was on the practice field. He was on the practice field to start the week. It seems like those guys are going to be able to play, which is a good sign. We'll talk about in a minute about some guys who uh, weren't on the practice field yet, which which is worrisome. Um, do you think Elijah Mitchell is really just going to come in and, and, and take a bunch of carries, like even like possibly split the backfield? I think he should, as far as just pure carries, first and second down, and let Christian McCaffrey stay fresh healthy and be that third down monster because third downs and touchdowns that's that's so important um keep both guys healthy right because the the worst thing that could possibly happen is christian mccaffrey gets run into the ground he gets hurt now elijah mitchell's the main back and he takes all the carries and then he gets hurt whereas if you split them the whole time maybe neither one gets hurt and you have this nice little uh one-two punch there in the backfield do you think shanahan sees it that way do you think he he will utilize uh more than just a you know couple of snaps I, I just i have a feeling like if i had to place the over under let's do it this way i'm gonna place the over under and you tell me okay over under on carries for elijah mitchell if he's active this week five and a half over and i think it's gonna it's gonna go up and up and up every week i bet it's i bet it's eight to ten this week and i bet it's 12 to 14 the week after that and it just i think it it probably get somewhere right around 15 to 18 carries a game. I think that he's the guy that they want toting the rock 
And I think that they, like you said, you got to keep Christian McCaffrey healthy. You know, he he is such a weapon. He is so important to this offense. If nothing else, just to, you know, take people away from Debo Samuel, take people away from George Kittle to free up Elijah Mitchell. Imagine Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. You got Debo and Ayuk and Kittle out there. What's a defense going to do? Like, that is an amazing prospect. And I think that you will see eventually that and i think we might even see it this weekend that'd be really really cool it'd be exciting as a 49er fan to see that but i think it's it's not going to be like he's not going to thrust him in there and be like here's 15 carries this weekend because it's essentially like he got set back to to preseason right like this is week one again for for elijah mitchell so i I think i think we're going to see him on the field this i'd love to see him on the field this week and i hope we do and i think part of the thing we know about kyle shanahan he doesn't care if you're coming off an injury or not like if you step on that field (laughs) yeah yeah, and you're ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> Elijah yeah. Mitchell, get ready to carry that ball 15 plus times, yeah. even mm-hmm. if you have Christian McCaffrey. If the doctors say you're good, then Kyle's going to utilize that goodness, right? I hope um, he doesn't. A lot of it depends on Kyle Uzcheck, actually, because sure. if, if Kyle Uzcheck is still hurt and can't go, then you might see more of that two halfback look, the the pony mm-hmm. look, as some people call it. Um, with with 21 personnel but two the the two halfbacks instead of fullback running back uh and which is cool and i love that like i want to see more of that so that would be pretty cool to see both those guys in the backfield together maybe a little ty davis price and and utilizing the bigger body back is is almost a fullback on some plays and uh you know the defense don't know exactly how to treat all those guys and you get debo in the mix as well so um that could be a lot of fun Uh, real quick peacock how much stuff do you hold off on right like say you know what we want to hide this until playoff time is that oh, something you would do with or like the plan to make sure that you keep Christian McCaffrey? Because, again, we kind of know Kyle Shanahan's thought process, right? Like an injury can just happen on any play. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't think about it as any type of pitch count or, oh, the I less I give him carries, the less he's prone to be injured. I don't think he thinks about it like that. It's just if I give him the ball 20 times, he's just as likely to get hurt as if I give him the ball five times, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, and if you look at how Elijah Mitchell got hurt in week one, you'd say, okay, Kyle, you're, you're kind of right. But I do, do think you increase the chances. But do you think he says, you know what? Maybe we can just lower the risk, give McCaffrey 12 touches as opposed to 28 or whatever he had the other week. And all right, we'll give... Elijah Mitchell, a ton of touches up into the playoffs. Then once the playoffs come, all right, like McCaffrey, if you get hurt, you get hurt, but we're going balls to the wall. We are going all out. And if McCaffrey touches the ball 30 times, he touches the ball 30 times. It's a, it's a good thought, but I think there's zero chance that Kyle thinks that way and coaches that way. He's trying to win every single game. He's going to utilize everything he can. He's not going to save anything. Uh, Maybe he'll set up some stuff for later in the season. Um, but he, he's going to use what he has, and he's going to try to win this game. So I don't think there's going to be any saving going on for Kyle Shanahan. Uh, but it'll be fun to see how he utilizes all of his weapons now and see how often the 49ers throw the ball. This is a, probably a week where, where the, the 49ers might want to go run heavy because that's one of the weaknesses of that Chargers defense is, is taking on the run. So we'll see what that ends up looking like. Um, Wink, on the subject of the injured guys, before we go into the, some of the other stuff and, and get your predictions on the second half of the year, um, is Elijah Mitchell the most important guy the 49ers are getting back from injury now that they've traded away Jeff Wilson? Or would you name somebody else like Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw who have not practiced yet this week? So maybe a little bit doubtful that they're going to make their return. Who do you think is the most important player to get back for the 49ers the rest of the way? And, and including Odell in this, like what player can they add that they haven't had recently that will help them in the second half? 
Yeah, I mean, Al Shire, too, is going to be huge for that defense, you know, right next to Fred Warner. Like, that's going to make a huge uh, difference for this defense. But I think the key guy on that defensive line is Eric Armstead. I think he's kind of been underappreciated, you know, because since he signed that huge contract with the 49ers. But he does a lot of great things for the 49ers. And when they get him back, I really think that's going to bolster their defense. That's been, you know, last week was great, but the three weeks before that, we're, we're definitely down due to a lot of injuries. And he was a key missing piece and i i really look forward to, to getting him back and with kinlaw too i mean we we've kind of seen you know flashes of what he can be so if he comes back and he looks good as as what you know the the upside that we've seen from him this defense could get a huge boost yeah i agree uh, armstead's the most important guy to get back of that group and it would be nice to see him out there and he thinks he's getting close uh mm-hmm. turns out there's a hairline fracture involved with his foot as well that he revealed recently as he's also here by the way did tell reporters that he's gonna play so he says he's good to go so uh that is good news 49ers getting healthier here after the week nine by heading into week 10 against the almost said san diego los angeles chargers i'll never get the san diego thing out of my head man it's too tough um next wink's predictions for the second half of the season for those san francisco 49ers but first A word from our sponsors, Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question, have a milestone to celebrate, or you just want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. If you're looking to pop the question, Blue Nile is the place to go. Easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry, maybe a a gift for mom. The holidays are coming up, Christmas gift maybe. You're looking for a special milestone you're having pro- uh, some trouble choosing, which I definitely would if I'm trying to buy jewelry. Blue Nile has those experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code Locked On to save $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's Blue Nile, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Promo code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Promo code locked on. All right, Wink. Mm-hmm. Niners are four and four. How many games do you think they have to win to get into the playoffs? And how many games do you think they have to win to surpass the current six win Seattle Seahawks? Well, that's a tricky one. I don't know if they're going to do that. It, it, the way Seattle's playing this year, it's in, they've got something special going on up there. I don't know what it is. I hate it. It, it bothers me to watch it week in and week out. This Geno it wasn't Smith special resurgency. against the 49ers. When we saw them play each other, I thought that looked mm-hmm. like one of the worst teams in the league. And that was when the 49ers were sputtering yeah. and losing to the Bears and losing to the Broncos, who are also not looking like great teams. But Kenneth Walker's really showed up, hasn't he? Now that he's actually getting the bulk of those carries. So that's that's something good they got going there, too. But, I mean, they got nine games left, right? Six of them are at home. Uh, four out of the next five are at home. Like, there, there's a lot of opportunity for the 49ers to get up to that 10-win uh, threshold, which I think is what they're going to need. I mean, nine wins might get in. There's that extra playoff spot, right? There's seven teams that make it this year. Nine might get you in. I think 10 
for sure gets you in. So, you know, I think if you can win six out of nine, you know, I think you're looking good. Obviously, you want to win more than that. But you got a good slate coming up, right, with with, with L.A. And then you go at Arizona. Uh, and then you have the Saints. Dolphins going to be a tough game. Bucks, who knows what they're going to look like in five weeks. So you go on a run, right? You, you're coming off of a nice bye where you had some momentum going in. You beat your division rival in the Rams. And, and then you get a Chargers team that's depleted. They might not have their top two wide receivers again. I mean, Eckler's a beast, but if you can kind of – you know, control what, what he's doing, then then you, that's a that's a winnable football game. And, and I think mm. the 49ers do go out and, and win that game and, and hopefully get back above 500, which is where, you know, 49ers fans expect this team to be. And the, you like- the 49ers really aren't far behind no, the Rams. So they really kind of need a game or so slip up. And obviously these two teams play each other as well. And that would make up huge ground if the 49ers actually swept yeah. Seattle. So when you look at that and some of the other teams that Seattle still has on their schedule, I'm looking at it here. They still got the Kansas City Chiefs, and they still got the Kansas City Chiefs. That's about it. So, outside of them, you know, they got the Buccaneers. Like, Buccaneers can't score. Like, I'm not scared. If I'm the Seahawks, I'm not scared of the Buccaneers. They got the Raiders. They got the Rams. Rams can't score. Raiders suck, right? I mean, Carolina Panthers, they don't know what quarterback they want to play. They benched P.J. Walker. He had nine yards total in the, like, second half. Um uh, <laughs> But you know, you got the Jets, they're kind of rolling, but still, like, the Jets don't really scare me. They got the Rams again, and again, it's the, the 49ers and the Chiefs, like, those are kind of and that's not to say, like, listen, they're not they're not bulletproof, right? They, they can lose. I'm not looking at this team like it's a juggernaut, but when you look at their schedule in the sense of man, like, okay, they got this team coming up, this is going to be really tough on them. 49ers and Chiefs, that's kind of it. They can lose it some of the other games, but as far as like the, the where the 49ers can really gain ground. You handle business and you beat them, and uh, and I think yeah. you'll you'll be in good shape. But you got to go to Seattle and do it. Yeah. I'll say it again: the NFL is chaos. I mean, the Jets beat the mm-hmm. Bills last week. You can't yeah. count any game before you play them as a, as a W or an L. Like you're going to be surprised by a lot of the stuff. And I right. think it's a race to the middle right now with some teams. Where if you're a lot above 500, you're going to get closer to 500. If you're below a lot below 500, you might get still a little closer to 500. The 49ers are already at 500, so which way do they go from there? You know, and um, and yeah, they're only one and a half games behind the the Seahawks because Seahawks haven't had their bye. So if the 49ers win while the Seahawks are on bye and the Niners beat the Seahawks, they're tied. So there you go. yeah, no, they're, but they're not tied though, right? Because the 49ers own the tiebreaker, so the 49ers would be first in the NFC West. Good call. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There you go. Mark it down. 49ers, NFC West champs. Let's do it. Uh, you heard it here. It, it, it's, it's so crazy, right? I mean, we, and I don't want to say we hit the panic button, but you see things not going very well. And you're trying to figure out exactly what's going on with this team. And you're, you're pointing and, and, and there's blame. Oh, man, this guy's not it. Or D'Amico Ryan's like, what is he going through? And we do all that just for the 49ers to end up in first place in the NFC West. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and think about how quickly things go, right? Like, how down is everyone going to be if the 49ers lose this week to the Chargers, right? People right. Be the the weird thing with the 49ers, too, is we go into some some of these games thinking, not like, oh, this is an automatic W, but it's like, oh, man, you feel really good. And then it just looks weird first quarter, yeah. looks weird second quarter, looks weird mm-hmm. third quarter, and then you lose and you're kind of leaving and you're like, what just, Are they good? What just happened? Dude, <laughs> two weeks ago, two weeks ago, so – 49ers traded for Christian McCaffrey. People are like, there we go. That puts us over the top. Super Bowl or bust. This team's going all in. Love it. They're all in. Can't see Chiefs come in, wipe the floor of the 49ers, fire Kyle Shanahan. This team is over <laughs> three and four. What's going on with this team? They're garbage. Mm-hmm. 49ers come out, beat the Rams. 
Here we go. Super Bowl champs, baby. Super Bowl. <laughs> You're going to win out the rest of the year. Probably won't lose another game. Best team in the NFC. You know, so, I mean, if you are not, if you don't like the temperature in the NFL, just wait a week. So, NFL so executives question. voted today who's going to be in the Super Bowl, Bills and 49ers. What? Yeah. Go. Chris Berman style. So why, right? Uh, he, he did that, what, how many mm-hmm. straight years? Like so 12. why such inconsistency with the 49ers play. So, so that's the issue. Clearly, everybody views Injury. this team as a Super Bowl caliber team. I think we do as well. And that was why a lot of people were like, uh, do we want to play Trey Lance? He's going to mess this whole thing up. And right now, you still look at this team. Like My brother's in the group chat today. My brother, BJ, he's a Cowboy fan. He's like, why are y'all talking like you guys are 4-4? Four and four. But that's not how people view the 49ers. They view them mm-hmm. as a much different team. Right. Well, so because- why why the inconsistencies? How did the 49ers get to the point right now where they are four and four? Why can't they, you know, string together these wins, these good games? Why like what because everything is telling us this is not a good team. But it clearly they're just not viewed that way. I don't view them that way. I don't view them as, oh, this is just a bad team. Mm-mm. Well, it, it it's because what have you shown me lately? Christian McCaffrey yeah. scores three touchdowns. The 49ers have a lot of helium right now. Every talking head, you go on all the major networks, everyone's like, oh, the team to look out for, San Francisco 49ers, as if they're the first person to see that. You change the channel, the other network, the same talking head is saying the exact same thing, right? Wearing the same damn suit, practically. You know, They're all just kind of parodying each other uh, at, at a certain point. Um, and, and, and Kroc, it's not just the 49ers. That's what's going on. Like parody's crazy right now in the NFL. It's every team in the league. I have no idea what to expect from any team week to week. You saw what the what the what the Chiefs looked like against the 49ers, who coming in had one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. I know they were pretty banged up against the the Chiefs, but Bosa was out there. And then the Titans hold them to 17 points um throughout the four quarters plus and into the part of the overtime period before the, the Chiefs finally won that game. And then the Bills lose to the to the New York Jets. So, like, you just never know week to week. There's so much parity and so much up and down in the league. Uh, I, I think you're fooling, you, fool, fooling yourself if you think you know which way the 49ers are going to go, and especially if you think it's going to be a cakewalk. But I, I like their chances. I think they are pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, maybe it's going to be a, a, a Kyle Shanahan thing where you start slow and you figure it out halfway through the year like the Niners did last year. But, um, I mean, you just – this this the NFL's chaos, man. So I think right. that's where my frustration lies with Kyle Shanahan because of how the team is viewed and the roster that you put together, which is really good. And But the inconsistencies, and it's like, well, who does that fall on? Not him as a play caller. I think the, the plays are there. The execution isn't great. But then the execution, if it lacks in all these different places, where well, Kyle, you are the head man. And I think that's why, at least me, I I get to a point where I'm just like, is Kyle what his record says he is? And, and I understand the context of early years, injuries at court, not having a quarterback. <laughs> CJ Beathard than some of these guys starting games. Nick Mullins having to play a lot of scenes. So I understand how you kind of get to this point. But why does he stay kind of hovered in that area? Right? Last mm-hmm. year, starting off three and five. Okay, you worked your way out of it. Dang, you're in the NFC Championship game when you literally were like, a play away from not even being in the playoffs. Like, it's right. so weird. It's so hot and cold with Kyle. So is, I guess what I'm asking, and I don't want to be this, like, dramatic person or anything like that, but is is Kyle who we think he is? Because in, 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 in my head, don't know, right? in, in, in my head, he's the coach where, you know, most people would say, man, if 49 fired Kyle Shanahan today, he'd have a job tomorrow. And I tend to right. agree. But is that like why? Why do we think that? 
Like, what is he doing that another coach couldn't do? Is he? It is, it, it is a really important second half for that, for his own. Because mm-hmm. look, and, and 10 wins is, is, a, is a big a milestone for the 49ers to, to be a playoff team. I think 10 wins will clinch a playoff spot, maybe even the NFC West. That gets Kyle back to 500 as his career. You look at all the pieces he has, even before Christian McCaffrey, you shouldn't need Christian McCaffrey with right. all what 49ers already have talent-wise. They've got a lot of talent on this football team. So, um, and, and Kyle Shanahan deserves criticism if he can't get the 49ers there this year. You think they should get there, right? But to bank on it is is a little dubious just because, man, he's shown and we've just seen the NFL week to week is a struggle. It's hard. The ball bounce is funny sometimes. That's why um, me and Wink uh, playing a fantasy football league called Oblong Balls because the ball is oblong. It bounces funny. By the way, mm-hmm. th- this reminds me. I wanted to bring this up all along because people think I hate Christian McCaffrey. Wink, who did I draft number two overall in our fantasy league this year? Christian McCaffrey. That's right. Do you remember what I said when I drafted him? I do not. I said, I'm not playing for second place. If he gets hurt and I get last place, that's the same as second for me. I'm trying to win it. I bet John Lynch said something similar (laughs) when he finalized that deal and said, I F them picks. We're not playing for second place. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You and John Lynch, man, always right around the same path. John Lynch, how do y'all, okay, real quick, and I know we're running long here, but, and I'm just asking questions, so people that are listening, don't be like, Croc is always being, listen, I'm just, things that go through my mind, and, really and speed, Kyle Shanahan, now John Lynch, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just asking, how do you feel about John Lynch, because I think he's been an excellent GM. Agreed. I think John Lynch has been really good, I think it's kind of overshadowed because of Kyle Shanahan and the personality there, but I feel like John Lynch as it pertains to being a general manager and the roster that he's consistently put together and the moves that they have made. The moves, yes. I, I think he's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I, he Agreed. has been good. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And in uh, fact, okay. he's, he's not afraid. Even, oh, he's and he's competitive. You can see I, you can see that in both Kyle and John. And I like yeah. the way they've worked together. And John, even if they're bad picks, has gone and gotten Kyle's guys, which I think is probably a good thing in some ways and a bad thing in some other ways. But I would even go as far as to say, if Kyle was left out of the draft room, John Lynch would be even better right. in a lot of cases, right? Like John Lynch has done a pretty good job and that scouting staff has done great in those late rounds, which is where the, the scouting staffs really have an opportunity to shine. I think well, a lot of people well, still like it, it wasn't Solomon Kyle that Thomas. Made, <laughs> it, I was just about to say that. It wasn't Kyle that made him draft Solomon Thomas, but, but aside yeah. from Solomon and Ruben Foster, aside from right, that right. kind of blunder. Yeah, and the kid, was, you know, Keller with his point, it was kind of whatever, but the first you can't only. hit them all. I think that right. whatever the league averages of hitting players, I think he's done that and maybe even a he, scale above that. And then I, some of the acquisitions that he's made, uh, trading for a Trent Williams when he did, trading for a Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. when he did, and that was something that Kyle was dead set on getting Kirk Cousins, whatever we could say, whatever about Jimmy Garoppolo, but. When he's out there, there's been a lot more good than bad, right? You had a lot of – so that was a good trade in theory, uh, seeing what he's done with acquiring Christian McCaffrey and how he did it. And we'll see how it turns out. Trading up for Trey Lance, and we'll see how that turns out. But he's been aggressive. They've done well. They have a a team that continuously competes. I would Mm -hmm. like to see a little bit more consistency because I think they've put together a legit roster, and I think this should be a team that is more so always, you know, you know – like the Packers, what they've been, not right now, they suck, they're trash. But, you know, what they've kind of been, right? Like that team where, you know, they're going to lose, you know, three, four games a year. And I feel like the 49ers should be more in that realm of teams as opposed to the team where mm-hmm. we're like, 
gosh, four and four, five and four, mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, one slip up and it's just like, gosh, you're back under 500 and, you know, it can look a little weird. Right. right. You, but like closer to what we're seeing with the Bills and the Chiefs, maybe. And, I, you know, obviously the quarterback's not there, but, uh, you know, a team more like, oh, man, you have to really falter to get to the point where you're a game over 500 still. And you have to, Well, I would say that the 49ers have the more complete roster at, uh, out of yes. those teams, right? Yes. When you talk about the Bills, they can't even run the ball. Their quarterback has to be their everything. And then we see he's liable when he can't be your everything. We've seen, I don't know if y'all watch the Jets game. I watched this. Got some weird mm-hmm. stuff going on with Josh Allen. But, mm-hmm. you know, you saw what that looked like. Uh, and you see some, some of these different things. 49ers have the most, how many rosters are better in the NFL than the 49ers? I can't name one. I mean, the quarterback is so important, so you can't just like bypass that, which yeah. is why it's hard to compare against the Bills and the Chiefs specifically. But looking at the rest of the rosters, and the 49ers have a professional quarterback too. You know, they're not rolling Mitch Trubisky out there, even though there was a team in the NFL that thought, hey, that's a great idea. Let's have Mitch Trubisky be our starter this year. Um, Over Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of those teams. Uh, Carson Wentz, a lot of those teams are kicking themselves. And, and we know I now. Told why. people that was weird. That, we we know now Washington it. would have given the 49ers that, that was yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo deal. Jimmy had shoulder surgery, so they gave the they gave the picks and, and the money to Carson Wentz and the and the uh, the Colts instead. When we talk about this Niner roster, and we're not even talking about them having the best punter in the league in Mitch Wisnowski. <laughs> How is he Wink's doing right now? Watch, check it is, out. Check hold it on, out. here we go. Wink, is is Wisnowski your first half MVP? Because I still didn't ask you about your first half and your second <laughs> He'd half. He'd be MVP. in the top five. I mean, the okay. guy is money, right? He, he actually, the offense is a lot better than we think, too. I mean, he's only punted 27 times, which is the fifth fewest in the NFL. He's tied for third longest, right? 74-yard punt. And this is the best stat. Here we go. Out of his 27 punts, 16 of them have been inside the 20. That's just under 60%. The league average, 44%. So this dude just gets it done every single time he touches the football with his leg. It's, he's got a magical leg. Yeah. Can't believe it. <laughs> Worth every penny. That's good stuff. Uh, appreciate Wink's wish watch on today's locked on 49ers uh who is your who's going to be your second half mvp wink before we get out of here it's going to be christian mccaffrey he's going to just light it on fire there you go all right thanks everybody for making locked on 49ers your first listen every day crock and i back tomorrow we're back in the swing of the season no more bye weeks unless the 49ers get that first round playoff by, mm. which seems like it might be a little difficult with the uh, head start the Philadelphia Eagles have gotten this year. Um, but we will get into our Thursday crossover Los Angeles Chargers style coming up tomorrow. Croc and I back with you, Lockdown 49ers.